Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. Today, Pastor Humby Cervera will share a message with you. We hope you enjoy it. Well, Akuo, as you know, we have been having a year of learning about spiritual fruit. We learned how fruit is created through us by the Holy Spirit. We learned what all the different types of fruit there are. And we learned that we can help feed this fruit with the crappy situations that we are in. We also learned that we have a choice to hand it out when God calls us to, to go or keep it to ourselves. And we want you to go. Then in the last series, you learned how the Holy Spirit allows this fruit to be shared in small communities. Now we are learning how to get that fruit from our small community the people around us. However, we can't do that if we don't know how to treat one another. Not only that, no one is going to want to join our community if we can't figure out how to treat one another, all the people in our community. And if no one joins our community, we won't have anyone to share the story of Jesus with. We need this story, the gospel of Jesus, to be spread. That's what we've been put on this earth for. And if anyone needs to get community right, it's us, right? Because it's what we're all about here at Akuo. Our church's mission statement is that Akuo exists to bring people into community with Jesus and one another. Now, thinking of communities throughout my life, one of the communities I was, I was thinking about this week was my group of friends that I would hang out with in, in like elementary, middle, high school, you know, end of elementary, middle school, early high school. We did a lot of things uh, that like boys that age would do. We'd ride bikes to, to each other's houses to play sports outside all day until it got too hot. Then once we were done, we'd go inside and play video games. Now, one of the other things that we would do was watch wrestling. You see, every single Monday night, we would be glued to our TVs watching WWE's Monday Night Raw or WCW's Monday Nitro. For the most part, me and my friends were all about the WWE program and, and their group of, of wrestlers. When we would tune in every Monday night, we would get to see our favorite wrestlers go at it. On Monday nights, we would watch at home, but once a month, they would have a pay-per-view event. And each month, we would all get together and watch that event together. Because one of our families may or may not have owned one of those unscrambled boxes that got all the channels, but you know, whatever. Anyway, we would sit down each month and watch wrestlers like The Rock, or Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Undertaker, and San Antonio's own Shawn Michaels. And he was by far my favorite. I can't tell you how many times I've like fired up his ring entrance song and danced around like I was entering into the ring myself. But the best part of every much was how it would end. Normally, one of the wrestlers would perform one of his signature finishes. Every wrestler had one, has one. Uh, the Rock had the Rock Bottom. Stone Cold Steve Austin had the Stone Cold Stunner. The Undertaker did the Tombstone Piledriver. And Shawn Michaels had Sweet Chin Music, which was just like a super kick to his opponent's face. Now, normally these guys would perform their finishing move and pin their opponent for the win. But that's just one way a wrestler could finish off an opponent. There were other ways that they had different kinds of finishing moves called submission finishing moves. Uh, there are a few guys that, that, that did that. One of them was Ric Flair, who would put people into what he called the figure four leg lock. Uh, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be, Bret Hart, would put people into what he called the sharpshooter. Then Trish, Chris Jericho would put opponents in the walls of Jericho. So what would happen is that these wrestlers would put their opponent into the submission hold, right? And they would keep them in it until their opponent couldn't handle the pain anymore and then tap their hand on the ground. It's called tapping out. 
So their opponent would tap out and lose the match at that moment. I would always look at that moment as like a moment of weakness for the losing wrestler. Like if he could just, just been stronger, he could have gone a little bit further. And it was a feat of strength for the winning wrestler. So for me, from that point in my life on, anytime I heard the word submit, I would think of this. I would think that on one side, there was a side of strength and awesomeness. Then on the other side, I would see a side that failed by giving up, a side of weakness. Now what about you? What do you think of when you hear the word submit or submission? Do you think of two sides wrestling and only one can come out of the cage of this conflict victorious? Or when, when you hear about someone submitting, do you automatically think that person is weak? When you hear about someone submitting, do you automatically think that they failed or that they gave up? I think a lot of us might be in that area. No one wants to submit, right? We don't want to fail. We aren't going to lay down. We aren't going to give up. I've actually heard people say that I will die before I give up. Now, I've heard it said because I was the one that said that, but also I've heard other people share that sentiment. Now, what if I were to tell you that when you are at your most vulnerable, that God wants you to submit? Is that something that you would want to do? Of course not, right? Nobody wants to submit, but this is what God actually calls us to do. And this is something that the Apostle Paul had to explain to the church in the city of Ephesus. Even almost a few thousand years ago, they had problems with submitting to one another. You see, it doesn't matter when it time it might be. People are going to be people. Some people are going to chase power and never want to submit. Others might not want all the power, but they don't want to be the weakest either. So they don't submit. So Paul is writing this letter to the folks in, in Ephesus with this understanding in mind. Not only that, Paul knew the group in Ephesus very well. He spent years with them setting up their church. Couple that with the reports he would get back from friends of his that would cycle in and out of the city, and Paul was up to date on what the Ephesian church was dealing with. With the knowledge in hand, this knowledge in hand, Paul reached out and started to explain what submission was all about. However, he circled a very specific relationship that he wanted to help the Ephesians redefine, marriage, which is what we're going to spend a lot of time walking through today. Now, for some of you, you might not be married, and that's okay. This could be a time for you to listen and understand what a marriage could look like at some point in your life. And there's also going to be universal ideas that can be carried into any type of relationship that you might find yourself in, whether it's romantic or just a friendship. Now, whether you are married and, and you don't ever want to get married, recently divorced and scarred, or you are looking for that special someone and you just can't find them yet, you will find something to apply to your life today. So please do not tune out just because the focus is going to be on marriage. Okay, so let's jump into the letter that Paul wrote to the church in Ephesus. Now, if you want to follow along with us in your Bible on your own, we will be in Ephesians chapter 5. If you won't be following along with your Bible, uh, don't worry about that. We will be putting the scripture up on the screen for you for this entire time. So let's take a look at what Paul wrote to the Ephesians. And further, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. For wives, this means submit to your husbands as the Lord. For a husband is the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church, 
He is the savior of his body, the church. As a church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. So there are a lot of things to unpack here. So listen up before you start getting fired up and start yelling at me. I totally understand the word submit can feel like a four letter word. Just hang with me right here, all right? So right here, Paul is breaking down part of the way the culture ran in Rome up to that point. During that time, the way it worked was that fathers would be in charge of their daughters until the fathers died. So a man wouldn't even be in charge of his own household until his father-in-law died. So here in this section, Paul is helping a couple understand that their relationship isn't about their parents, their family, really anything outside of the two of them. It's about those two sticking together. Now, the next part is where it gets a little bit sticky. I'm gonna start throwing a word, throwing around a word that we all hate, submit. Okay, so Paul says wives need to submit to their husbands. And what is interesting about this section is that Paul understands that submission is a choice. It's not a natural thing for any of us to want to do for one another. However, this is what wives are being called to do in the marriage. And this section actually isn't a huge departure from what culture of the time was all about. Women were actually considered second-class citizens in these communities. They lived only to serve men in their lives. Now, here are a few things this section is not saying. Paul is not saying that women have lost their consent on everything. This does not mean that a wife needs to be docile and without opinion. It isn't saying that at all. This is not the Bible giving husbands free reign to do whatever they want to wives. Wives submitting to something that harms you or someone else or goes against what the Bible is and, and what is true, you don't have to do that. Ladies, I've heard horror stories about men using this piece of scripture to terrorize their wives and families, and this isn't what this section is about. This isn't what Paul was trying to say, and this isn't what Jesus came to do. In fact, one of the reasons that Christianity grew so quickly in the world at this time is because Jesus honored and elevated women. To start, they played huge parts in Jesus' bloodline, right? Rahab, Ruth, Mary, they're all women that were listed in the genealogy of Jesus and all of them are considered to be huge deals biblically. And while Jesus was on this earth, he did incredible things for women while they were thought of as these second-class citizens. Jesus healed women publicly. Jesus spoke life into them when people shunned them. Jesus stood up for them when they were being persecuted. And when Jesus came back from the grave, the first people that were entrusted with spreading the good news that Jesus wasn't dead were a group of women led by Mary Magdalene, a former prostitute. Jesus elevated women and changed the culture for them. And Paul actually is doing the same here for wives because up to that point, women only existed in marriage to serve men. So when you read this, that he says submit, it might not seem like things are changing for these women. But let's take a look at what Paul has to say for the husbands. Let's go back to Ephesians. There Paul writes, For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, 
Husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it just as Christ cares for the church. And we are members of his body. As the scriptures say, a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. This is a great mystery, but it is an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. I'm fired up for this. Husbands, you've got your work cut out for you. Not only have you been called to love your wife, but you've been called to love your life, love your wife like Christ loved the church. You are called to give up your life for your wife. So when we, we immediately think about Jesus laying his life down for the church when he went up on the cross, right? And that's amazing and it's awesome and our eternities are changed for that. However, when it comes to laying our lives down for our wives, I'm not just talking about like this macho fantasy that some of us might have where we step in front of a bullet or like jump in front of a wild animal to save our lives. No way, bro. That's not the whole sacrifice. That's a tiny bit of it. Remember, Jesus, in addition to sacrificing his life for the church, he also lived his entire life for the church. There wasn't a single thing that Jesus did on this earth without thinking about how it would, would affect the church. So when you are called to give up your life, it means that you aren't living for you anymore, but rather you're living to love your wife sacrificially. This means that you're going to work not to accumulate a bunch of stuff, but to serve your wife. This means that in the middle of the night when you hear one of your kids crying, you get up because you are called to lay down your life sacrificially. This means that when things get tough around the house and someone needs to pick up the slack, you are the one that picks up the slack. You are called to love your wife like Christ loved the church, unconditionally and sacrificially. It doesn't matter what she has or has not done. It doesn't matter how she's been acting. You are called to sacrifice yourself for her. It's through your actions that you can actually help activate the submission that you see Paul ask a wife to give to her husband. Think about it. If Jesus came down and appeared to you today and asked you to do something, you would probably submit to what he said, right? Even if you didn't think it was like the thing you really wanted to do. Why? Because he's Jesus. Because he lived his life for you. Because he gave his life away from you. It's not hard to submit to someone like that because we know that his entire being, his entire purpose on this earth was to take care of us. Husbands, if you can show your best for your wives and you can love them like this, then they will look differently at you than they ever have before. And this can actually help cause a cycle. The more sacrificial love you pour in, the more you will see submission on the other side. It'll be this beautiful thing where the two of you are pouring out everything for the other person. And really what will end up happening is because both of you are so focused on the other person, you will actually become in step with one another on so many different levels. So now that we have laid out both sides of this relationship, let's look at how Paul finishes, finishes this section out. There he writes, So again, I say, each man must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. One last time, Paul breaks it down for us. Husbands love, wives submit. Husbands will love through sacrifice, and wives will respect by submitting. 
Now, practically, I would like y'all to do a few things this week to help you get moving in the right direction. So wives, what I want you to do is figure out a way that you can show your husband that you respect them. It could be as simple as letting him know all the things that you think he's good at. Now, for husbands, you need to show some sacrificial love for your wife this week. And real quick, this is not buying your wife a gift. We aren't asking you to sacrifice resources. You need to give up your life. So lay down your life this week. Put the kids to bed on your own. Take the dogs out by yourself. Watch another episode of House Hunters. Watch the car. Fill up the gas tank. Whatever it is, it's going to have to cost you time. If it doesn't cost you any time, it's not a real sacrifice. Another way that we can all get better than the, in this, whether you're married or not, is to submit to what God is speaking to you right now in your life. You can love Jesus sacrificially this week by taking 15 to 20 minutes out and listening to him every single day and then submitting to what he says and moving in the direction that he's asking us to do. This can help with our, our, all of our relationships, not just our marriages. And remember, the reason we are called to do this for each other is because Jesus did it for us first. Jesus lived a life of submission. Jesus lived a life of sacrifice so we could be made righteous. And because of this, we are called to follow his example. Because of Jesus, we are no longer thought of as failures and not enough. Because of Jesus, we are called sons and daughters of God. Because of the relationship that we have with Jesus, our identities are changed for all of eternity. And for some of you, you've been listening to me going on and on about how loving Jesus is, but for some of you, you've never actually gotten started with Jesus. You aren't in community with him at all. Now, if that's you and you find yourself watching this right now or listening to this right now, I'd love to thank you for being a part of this conversation we're having today. We're doing our best to learn about all this stuff on, uh, together. Now, second, I wanna give you an opportunity to join our community if that's something that you're interested in. Now, to be in community with Jesus, all you have to do is simply have a conversation with him, which we would call prayer. Then you just let Jesus know that you believe in him and what he did here on this earth the best way you possibly can. Now, to help you out, I'd like to ask everyone in the Akuo community to pray along with you while you kinda pray this thing. Because here at Akuo Church, no one ever has to pray alone. There's always a community here for you, to pray for you, and support you. So if you want to connect to Jesus today, just right now, just go ahead and bow your head and pray something like this along with me. Just say something like, Jesus, thank you. Thank you for laying your life down for me. Thank you for doing everything you did for me. Today I say that I believe in you. I believe in everything you did for me. And Jesus, right here, right now, I ask for you to start speaking into my life and help me follow you the best way I know how. Amen. Now let's keep our heads bowed here right now. Now if you've been a believer, whether it's been for five decades or the last five seconds, it's just happened right now. And you wanna get some help loving people through sacrifice and submission through Jesus. Pray something like this along with me. Just say, Jesus, thank you. Jesus, thank you for the example that you set for me while you were here on the earth. 
Jesus, help refine me. Help me love better. Help me be someone that can submit when I'm supposed to. Help me be someone that can sacrificially love others. Help me be someone that can forgive when no one wants to submit or sacrifice for me. Thank you, Jesus, for everything. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we pray all these things in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, guys, thank you for spending some time with us here today. Uh, before we go, I have a few things that I'd, I'd like to share with you. Uh, so over the last few weeks, we've been urging you to connect with us and our community. And one of the easiest ways that you can do that is by joining one of the community groups here at Akuo Church. Now, we have a handful of community groups that will be starting tomorrow morning. Monday morning, we are getting started. If you're interested in being a part of one, you can go ahead and go to our website, akuo.church, and under the Get Involved tab, you can see where it says Community Groups. You click on that. Now, when you land on that page, you can find out when and where each group is meeting, and you'll get to read a little blurb about what they will be doing. We have men's groups, we have women's groups, we have family groups. There's all kinds of places for you to get connected. Please, please get connected. We also have a few group leaders that are going to be doing their best to reach out to you as soon as you get signed up. No matter what, we want you to find the right group for you. It might be the most important thing you have ever done while you're here at Akuo Church. Now, the next thing I wanna talk about is how we practice generosity here at Akuo. What we do is practice the biblical method of giving called tithing which means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. We know that when you trust God with anything, there's great blessings, right? When you trust God with your family, you, you're just like, Lord, do that. When you trust God with your marriage, when you trust God with your job, whatever it is, you see blessings in that, right? We want you to have the same thing with your resources. Now, I'm not saying you're gonna end up with like a Maserati or, or some kind of ridiculous thing that you've been hoping for because you tithe. That's not how it works, but you will get blessings. Now. That might not be a possibility for you right now. Things might be really tough for you and your family, and if things are tough for you right now, we wanna help you out. We wanna be linked to you during your tough time. So if you need anything at all, please reach out to us. Or if you know someone that needs some help, let us know. To do that, all you have to do is go to our website, akuo.church, and click on the Contact Us link. You can also send me an email directly at humby.setavetta.akuo.church, or you can call or text the, text the church directly at 210 9018785. Now, if you are willing to tithe here at Akuo Church, the way you can do that is by going to our website. When you get there, all you have to do is click on the giving link and follow the instructions. We also have our text to tithe option, and for that, all you have to do is text Akuo, A-K-O-U-O, and the dollar amount you wanna tithe to the number 77977. Now, if you don't wanna give electronically, we also have our PO box available if you would like to send your tithe through a check. For that, all you have to do is mail your tithe to Akuo, at P.O. Box 100-125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. Okay, guys, that's all that we have for you to hear today. I want you to know that I love you all, and I'm praying for each and every one of you all week long. So before we go, let me just pray over you one last time. So, uh, Jesus, as everyone clicks off their browser, turns off their TV, and puts away their phone, I ask that you would be speaking to them. I pray that they would hear you. Lord, I pray for the married folks that are watching and listening, that they would understand what it looks like to submit, that they would understand what it looks like to sacrificially love one another. 
And Lord, I pray that you would just supernaturally fill them with the ability to do those two things and that you would show them how beautiful a marriage can be when they're both doing that. And Lord, for the folks that aren't married here, I pray that you would also show them how to sacrificially love and submit to one another and that you would show them that this is the best life that you have lined up for them, Lord. Thank you for everything and what you're doing, Lord. We love you, and we pray all these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, that's all that we have for you this week. Hopefully, we will see you at a community group this week. Have a good one. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.